Welcome to the place where midlife flyness resides. We aren't new to this. Uh, we're true to this. So I have a few things that I'd like for you to do. One of them's a question. The other one is a favor. So I'll start with the favor. Please rate, subscribe, and review this podcast so everyone can know just how fly we are, boo. And I would also like for you to send me your questions or birthdays if you got them coming up at k-e-n-d-r-a at w-o-f-l-y-a-u-n-t-y dot com. Hey girl, grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks, so sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey, girl, you got them headphones on. You got them. I know you do. I know you do. Welcome to the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast. This is Kendra. How you doing, sis? How you doing? Yes, we made it to Thursday. We made it to Thursday. We made it. Uh, uh, at your desk. Uh, uh, shake your shoulders. Do a shimmy. I know. I know. It's a lot, but sometimes you have to do a lot to get a little done. Ain't that the damn truth? What's going on? No, 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 no. Things are going well in my hood. In my hood, in my realm, in my queendom. Uh, things are all good, kind of good. They're good for grown folk. Good for grown folk good. I am, at this time, by the time you hear this podcast, I would have received my first dose of my vaccine. I will keep you posted. I will keep you posted on how things go. Uh, I don't expect for things to go bad. I am claiming things to be a victory, 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 victorious, and all of that. Um, number one, of course, I want to protect others. Number two, uh, I would like to for my passport not to just be for, you know, sitting in my drawer. And I cannot foresee <laughs> American Airlines, United, whoever, and all the girls letting everybody get on their planes this summer without um, your passport and uh, your vaccination papers. For my younger listeners, for my, my little queens, my little queens, my little kings, my little fam fam, my little nieces and nephew poos. Y'all don't know this, but um, go and go and look in your mom or your auntie's arm, right or left. I think it was the left arm. Anyone born before the seventies has this really neat little circle on their arm with like three little pokes on it. And uh, before you guys were getting vaccinated at the doctor every three, six, nine months, vaccinations were a huge deal, and you actually had to carry that little piece of paper that you see people carrying around. You used to have to carry that around. Y'all remember that? I remember that. We used to have to carry that little piece of paper around with you. And if your mom or your auntie or whoever, your grandma, 
lost your paper or whatever when you went to go back to school and your shots were not updated like your doggy or your kitty cat like you have your doggy cat now if your shots were not updated you weren't allowed to go to the groomer like your dog now if your shots weren't updated baby you couldn't go to school and uh, I think that uh, we're heading in that direction I don't think this will be the last time that we have to get new shots but I, I'm confused by people's confusion but lots of us uh, most of us who have babies in our lives babies and grandbabies this is my opinion okay and you know what they say about them everybody got one mm-hmm uh if you vaccinate your grandkids and your kids I'm not really quite understanding why the fuck y'all don't want to get vaccinated, but that's just how I feel about it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, did anybody catch anything this weekend, this past weekend? That'll be last weekend. Did you get a chance to watch Bobby and Whitney's story? Shout out to Yaya DaCosta. What an elevation. What a climb, honey. From being on America's Top Model with Tyra Banks to sustaining an acting career and doing fabulous. And isn't she gorgeous just gorgeous she embodied Whitney very well she really did just the you know the vibrant you know that that girl that you could see in Whitney Houston and how that fame monster just beats beats people down who and then Bobby Christina who just a whole thing uh, and and Bobby and it was but it was beautifully done and Angela Bassett was the producer, and I do believe she was the director, which would explain a lot. Because you know, Queen Goddess Angela has been in the building for quite some time, and she has been performing and producing and uh, creating art and putting stuff out there for us at a very high level, at a very, very high level for a good little while. So what did I learn? Did I learn anything from the Bobby and Chris? Bobby, Bobby... That wasn't Bobby Chris. It was the Whitney story. I didn't know that Whitney had such a difficult time having her baby. I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. I wasn't, but I wasn't, I don't think I was in folks' business. <laughs> and that's such a personal thing, you know, pregnancy and, and the loss of a child, uh, whether your child is inside of your body when you have a miscarriage or loss of a child just at any time early on, it is, it, that's a traumatic thing. So I did not know that. I didn't know that. But amongst the foolery, hmm, what was, what was some good old mess that was in there? Huh? I can't really think of anything that was like a mess that we didn't know that was like a mess and stuff that we could learn from. Only thing that I think that I really, really, really continue to evolve in my understanding of the fact that fame is fucked up. Like fame, Lord, fame. And that was fame pre-Instagram, pre-Twitter, pre-Shade Room, pre-motherfuckers all up in your garbage. This fame is... It's tough. It's tough. And I think that the arc of the movie, it felt like you could really see Whitney go from being Whitney the girl from Jersey to Whitney having to hold on to the people who she still had around her because that was the only place she could be herself. Oh, that sounds, that sounds like fucking jail. It really does. It sounds like jail to me. So I, you know what? Give me the money. Fuck the fame. Y'all don't need to know my name. No, for real, I, I'll take the money and I'll take the, 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 the notoriety for my work, whatever that is, but I will be happy to stay anonymous. 
Unfortunately, I don't think that's how that works now, but I, I really would. I, I would be happy. It, but I think that, you know, with Whitney and gosh, Michael and Prince and all of our huge uh, iconic 80s celebrities that aren't with us anymore because I'm really thinking in my mind right now and I'm missing somebody. Y'all shoot me a, a text or a message on Instagram, Facebook, all of the places. Let me know if I'm missing somebody. But I can't think of anyone who was able to navigate fame and not just like straight suffer for it, you know, like because people turn you into a thing and not a person. Ouch. That's tough. That is really, really tough. That's tough. So Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day. Hope you celebrate it with your girls because honey, it is girl power, woman power, and all the powers of the p power around here. <laughs> you know I would say it, but you know. I'm trying to be classy today. Did it sound classy? Classy. Like Adele Gibbons, because I'm a fucking lady. <laughs> One of my friends, Jeannie, she is a podcaster, a parenting cypher. Shout out Jeannie. Jeannie sent me a <laughs> Jeannie sent me a meme the other day and she was like, I'm gonna buy this for you. This needs to be wall art at your house because you're you cuss, but it's so sophisticated. <laughs> I get that from my mama, girl. Mm-hmm. My mama would be so so angry at me. A sophisticated cuss word. A sophisticated cuss word goes a very fucking long way. <laughs> That's now that was very Samantha from Sex in the City. Goes a very fucking long way. So yes, Valentine's Day. I hope you celebrated your girls. I hope you called them. I know that everybody can't really be together. Uh, didn't watch the Super Bowl. Fuck them forever. Um, it is always going to be Janet Jackson Appreciation Day and Colin Kaepernick Appreciation Day. So I didn't watch it. I uh, heard that it wasn't worth watching. <laughs> Tom Brady again. And uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, like I said. And Valentine's Day. For those of you who are actually going to put up an actual date that you celebrate your love. Uh, you know, around these parts, we celebrate love 365, honey. 365, 366, 367. We're going to add days to it. We celebrate love, love of self, self-care self-love and then you can love somebody else because baby you can't love nobody until you love yourself and you have to love yourself first so you can teach motherfuckers how to treat you <laughs> that's my, oh did i say that i did i did and i meant it <laughs> so since we're talking about valentine's day what's in your cup mm -hmm. do you have a special like sexy drink like you have a drink that when you when i'm drinking this one honey it's on and popping it's gonna be some chandeliers and swinging and some panty dropping <laughs> what's your go-to drink wine little little mixed drink i still love my good vodka you know a little vodka my martini maybe for valentine's day since hmm maybe i'll share a special valentine's day teeny with you a strawberry martini Ooh, some ciroc vodka does puffy does he advertise to us ladies and gents and ladies and gents and and fam who um <laughs> does he advertise to us does puffy does does puffy reach out to the midlife folk i don't know he should we spend a lot of money with him hmm we need to talk to puffy about that anybody know puffy p did it that did it did it bob what's he calling himself now hey i ain't mad at nobody who can change their name sean sean combs we spend money on vodka too 
Hmm. Come holler at the midlife crew. Come on, man. <laughs> Ooh, girl, I know you didn't think that was all. Look at all the amazing things that you've done. Now it's time for you to do what you do. It's the remix, boo. <laughs> so if you have been watching the uh, thing that they called, um, what did they call that thing? An impeachment, uh, an impeachment circus, an impeachment um, impeachment shenanigans, impeachment. We knew they weren't finna do nothing. Wasn't nobody about to bust a grape, but at least it's on record. I guess that's something, whatever the f- that means. Anyway, we're talking about Stacy Plaskett. And did you see Stacy Plaskett? Stacy Plaskett is a representative from St. Croix, the U.S. Virgin Islands, which means she's a representative. She's not really, you know, they don't, ha- they don't have, they're not a state, which they should be. Uh, the Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, and D.C., which never made sense to me. Uh, but I'm sure it has something to do with money. Somebody will tell me. I know I probably know the answer, but I'm not even going into it right now because we are talking about Madam Stacy Plaskett. I became aware of Stacy Plaskett, um, gosh, I guess it's about four years ago, and someone came up to her and asked her, "Where? well, listen, are you all going to be able to um, do this and that at the same time. The Democrats have their, their plates full. Are you going to be able to do it? And in all of her black excellence and all of her black genius, she had gum in her mouth. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that because it's just such an attitude when you just like, fuck your cameras. I, she had gum in her mouth and she was chomping on it. And she said, we can, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. And from that point on, I do believe she was chewing on gum just to make a point just to make a point because you know we will do that now she is a mama of five good on her she is definitely midlife flyness she is 53 Ooh, wait honey yes them edges were so late this week too looking fabulous looking fierce but most of all that brain power baby so she was one of the impeachment managers And she presented the case against the one that is not named on this show and his people that follow him on this show. Um, And she made an amazing, amazing case. It was heartfelt. It was brilliant. She is a graduate of Georgetown University and she is uh, received her JD, her Juris Doctorate from American University. So right up the street. So she's she in D.C. a lot. She's a D.C. chick. She's married and all that good stuff. But what we are concerned about is the fact that Miss Stacy Plaskett started out on one career path. And guess what? She stayed on it. And guess what? That's a that's a remix as well. That is a remix as well, because there is always a shift in even what you thought you were going to do. You might end up in the same place. You may not. But you always have to be willing to be nimble be agile be ready to pivot and most of all i think representative plaskett showed us what you must be above everything else is what ready (laughs) be ready stacy plaskett you are definitely definitely fly and oh so worthy to be the remix the, re- the remix recipient. I don't even know what we want to call this. Do we want to call it the remix? Hmm. Inspiration for the week. 
the remix inspiration for the week. That is you. That is you, Stacy Plaskett. So what's this week's poppin' topic? I'm glad you asked. It's something we all need to work on. It's a simple word. Businesses are very serious about it. It's about renegotiating. Renegotiate. Mm-hmm. It's important to realize when you're someplace where something no longer serves you, right? If you um, are, let's see, who do you normally work with? Like, let's say a big um, cell, cell phone provider, right? For years and years, uh, I was a Sprint girl. We were with Sprint for years and years and years. And they were always willing to work a deal with us because, you know, we were good clients and great customers and all that good stuff. And then became a time where, you know, the rates started going up and up and up. And we were like, hey, hey, girl, hey, Sprint, um, remember us? We're your good, good friends. You don't, you, you, um can we get a lower rate on this? Cause we've been with y'all for, for years and years. We're, we, can we re, can we renegotiate the terms of this contract? And Sprint said, no girl. And you know, what we said, bye girl. <laughs> renegotiation can be tough. It can be tough, especially when we're talking about like renegotiating friendships, renegotiating relationships, renegotiating marriages, renegotiating uh, with coworkers renegotiating is a difficult thing to do because it 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 requires you because if it's bothering you then it requires you to be the one to step up and say that this no longer works for me sometimes especially as women specifically as black women we aren't in the space where we um feel comfortable that we can just say you know what i don't like this shit because you know some of your co-workers can say that. Mm. But we can't just say that. We have to do that Amanda Seals. You remember when, did you see the special Amanda Seals when she was like, per our last email, when she was starting out to say, dear Karen, you raggedy ass bitch. <laughs> and she was like, per our last email, Karen, I sent whatever information to you. It requires that you have to advocate for yourself. And what? is advocating truly it's boundaries it's boundaries it comes back to setting boundaries for yourself things that may have served you really really well when you were 20 may not served you at 40 and that's nothing to feel guilty about nothing to feel guilty about it may be hard especially when it comes to relationships it may be very difficult for you to have challenging conversations that may very well end what had served you well. Just because it served you, E.D., well, doesn't mean it will continue serving you. Active, I-N-G. Mm-hmm. Past tense, E.D., present and future. I-N-G, serving, serves, whatever you want to say. You can't keep it because it's a thing that will become baggage. And when it becomes baggage, you become bitter. And we don't need no bitter bags to be carrying. Bitter bags. (laughs) That's quotable. We don't need no bitter bags. Don't be a bitter bag bitch. There go. BBB. Don't be a bitter bag bitch. Don't carry heavy shit around with you that you are responsible for getting rid of. Renegotiating how you want to live your life. There's absolutely nothing 
wrong with you saying, I'm really good at this shit. I'm really good at this. And if someone doesn't see my value, that's their business. What is my business is for me to advocate for myself, for me to see things through and that I get the best out of whatever it is that I'm bringing forward. It doesn't have to be about money. It doesn't have to be about labor. It could be emotionally, spiritually, mentally, all of those things. They count. They count as well. If you feel like you're always the giver in your relationship and you find yourself with a taker, the person is only taking because you're allowing them to. Tough lesson. Still learning it myself in all aspects of my life. And I often find myself saying, renegotiate, renegotiate, renegotiate. Because I'm worthy of having it. As far as we know, we only come through this joint one time. That's as far as I know, I should say. So if I come through here one good time, I should live the way that I want to live. Especially in this midlife of things. This is where the midlife flatness resides. Where the flatness resides. Where the flatness resides. Where the flatness resides. <laughs> I'm doing the dance too. Where the flatness resides. Pause. That man coming out that trunk <laughs> was magic. And you just sing it in your head all the time. Where the flatness resides. Where the, fl- where the, where the money resides. Where the flatness resides. Where the cuteness resides. Well, you know I like you. Where the sexy resides. Where the sexy resides. Where the fly resides. All of those things. But yes, you have to renegotiate. <laughs> renegotiate what it is that you want for your life. Lots of people in the feminist space, specifically in the white feminist space, view things like, oh, well, you could just go in and just do this or that. It'd work. No, you can't. So when it comes to renegotiating, I got a couple of tips for you. All right. So I found these steps on a site called Black Girls Winning. And I do believe that this is very, very helpful. Number one, get in the right frame of mind. In other words, get your mind right. Figure out what it is that is of concern to you, why you feel it's necessary for you to renegotiate whatever it is that you're renegotiating at the time and get to it. Number two, prepare. So that's part of it. Prepare early, right? Have it in your brain what it is that you are interested in fixing or leaving. (laughs) Gather information for your case. And that is anything that is if it's personal or if it's business gather information so that you can come prepared it's it's very difficult when you're talking to your family members or a loved one or a friend if you're trying to point out something that happened in the past no one likes that shit but if you can have some specific incidences or occurrences that you guys maybe bumped heads you can always kind of come back to that but with love you know and I I mean for me I think writing things down is easier for me to receive than you just saying and remember when and so and yeah and you were horrible then and so on and so forth provide fact-based information so fuck your feelings right even if it is about your feelings you're still going to have to come with some receipts bring the facts baby communicate that is number five Because no one can read your mind. I mean, God can read your mind. Most humans can't. 
that I know of. <laughs> uh, learn. Learn by listening. Say what you need to say. Listen to the feedback of the other person. If you treat it as if it's a business decision, then it's business. But if it's personal, listen with your ears and your heart. And the fifth one, I mean, not the fifth one, the final one is don't forget to follow up. If you start some shit, you need to finish some shit, right? So if you start it, you need to go back around after you had a conversation. If it ended well, great. If it ended, that is also great because that means that both of you mutually agreed in business, work or pleasure that this no longer serves either one of you. And if you come back around and check in again in a little while and they see things your way or some place where you guys can meet in the middle, then great. But um, AT&T and them don't be offering them 50% off plans for no damn reason, right? They want you to come and they want you to stay. Same thing for you. You are absolutely 100% worthy of the absolute best. (laughs) And if someone wants you to stay, if they want you to stay put, if they want you to continue to be a part of their life, they're going to have to renegotiate too. And they might need to bring some receipts. Some real ones. Some receipt receipt, <laughs> receipt receipts. But seriously, if someone wants you in their life and if you want someone in your life or something, you will work for it. But you have to be willing to say what you want, state it clearly, and leave it right there. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But renegotiate because it don't have to stay the way that it is, honey. You can always do a U-turn. Mm-hmm. That's what the steering wheel's for. Yes. Left and right turns. Yes, indeed. <laughs> this one, this week's take home is, is really simple. This is something that we all know. We all know this one since we know this one. You don't have to learn the hard way. It's just that simple. You do not have to learn the hard way. Even at my big age of almost 50, I have learned so much from people who are my age or younger than me um, because I trust that when I see someone going through something that they aren't going through or getting through or making it through thriving, surviving, surviving and or thriving or both just for themselves. They were allowed to make it through that experience so they could come back and tell the story. And when they come back and tell the story, you should listen. Quick story from me. On my wedding day, the lady that was there with me, uh, my my wedding uh, coordinator, paid a lady to be my lady-in-waiting. I had no idea what that meant. Still kind of don't. But I, I love the fact that she was with me while all of the stuff was going on. And I didn't have to move around and get myself dirty or have makeup on my white dress. I would never get married in white again. In fact, we get remarried. We have us a, a, a um, recommitment ceremony. I'm wearing like red or something because why white? I wasn't no virgin. <laughs> but 
<laughs> she was with me and she told me this story about her and her husband. And when they got married, they were, you know, young lovers and in love and they had a small wedding and they had a reception um, and they uh, were whisked off to the train and she had been asking him time and time again, "Are did you get the bag? 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 He forgot the bag. He forgot their bag to take with them on their wedding and I mean their um, honeymoon. So she tells me this and I'm like, this is an interesting story. And that is something to really keep my mind off of stuff, right? Fast forward and reverse. Fast forward and rewind. We had people in our house uh, at my mother's home because there were so many folks there. There were suitcases everywhere. And so I told my husband uh, to pick up this bag that was kind of in the way. And um, I don't know if y'all saw this episode of Different World. Of course you have. Of course you have. When Dwayne and Whitley and uh, Kim and Freddie and uh, God, what was Whitney's Whitley's boyfriend's name? Julian were on this trip and this suitcase was always in the way. And everybody's like, whose suitcase is this? Well, that was pretty much the occasion, our house before the wedding. Whose suitcase is this? Whose suitcase is this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I told him to get the suitcase and put it in the trunk because we had to take one of our people in our wedding party about a 30 minute drive away from the wedding. And it was early, early, early in the morning. And then we had to go and catch our flight to Turks and Caicos. So we were like, well, we'll drop her off and then we'll go down to Miami and we'll spend the night, wake up real, real quick and hit the airport. Well, honey, we dropped our friend off and no, no, someone dropped us off. <laughs> so it makes the story even more interesting. And my husband goes in the back of the trunk to get the bag that he was supposed to have with him. And he pulled out one bag and his friend was like, all right, and y'all, because it was Miami and they were from Detroit. So they were like, we going to enjoy Miami. He done pulled off, honey. And the only bag that was back there was my husband's stuff. And it was none of my stuff that was in there. We ended up having to rent a car, go back to West Palm Beach and be back just in time to catch the flight to Turks and Caicos. Now that lady sat there and told me that entire story and it did not dawn on me that maybe, maybe you should listen to this story in a way that's just not you being entertained. Maybe you should listen to this story and double check on your life. Check your shit. Check yours, right? Didn't, didn't do it. And that was a huge, huge lesson for me at that time. And I've kept that with me over the years because it is super important that if someone is trusting you enough to share a little little bit of their life a little story it may be that it's just an interesting little fun fact a little tidbit little factoid about themselves or they could be giving you a take-home bag and you might want to open up that take-home bag look in it have a little nibble let it feed your brain because baby <laughs> we almost missed our honeymoon Mm-hmm. that's your take-home bag sis you don't have to learn the hard way. This is the Yo Fly Auntie podcast, and I am Kendra. I'm a midlife fly in this baby. And since you fly, then you know it's time for us to take off. But you can always come back and land right back here next week. Bye bye.